Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. And we welcome in uh, Shehan Jeracha from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Yes, I did. So I got a chance to talk to Dave Aranda. I got a chance to talk to Larry Fedora, Charlie Brewer. Uh, it got some really great stuff from them. You know, it's, the thing that's funny about Dave Aranda is that I know that a lot of people are going to kind of compare him to Matt Rule personality-wise. But, like, I know that he's not the loudest guy, and he's not obviously the rah-rah guy, but... He is such a great person to talk football with. You know, he's so honest. He's so forthcoming. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. But I think that his knowledge of football is incredible, and I think you pair that with Larry Fedora, who I also get to speak to. I mean... He's just a great personality. I think that he's going to do really great things for the offense. And I think both of them really have a vision for what they want from their side of the ball. And, and I'm really excited to see what happens. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Yeah, so, so the best way to get the magazine as soon as possible is to become a subscriber. And I, I, I'm not usually businessman guy, but, you know, this is, this is truly the easiest way. There so, you go. Um, That's good. You know, you, yeah, you can subscribe at TexasFootball.com, but it will hit newsstands. Obviously, it usually hits AT&T and Walmart and, like you mentioned, the, the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, we're hoping that, that it'll hit bookstands probably by the first week of July. But, again, if you subscribe, then you'll get it potentially three weeks earlier than that. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on a Friday. Glad you're with us. Shehan Jeraja in the open was with us earlier this week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine headed to, uh, if you're a subscriber, as he said, headed to your uh, mailbox now. If you're not a subscriber, we'll watch for it and find it when it comes to either the Texas Sports Hall of Fame or uh, one of the local uh, HEBs or Walmarts or something like that. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on a Friday, warm Friday (laughs) summer. Garrett has hit and uh, even walking the dogs this morning, it was warm, headed to the mid-90s today Mm -hmm. and uh, Tuesday, the already saying uh 102 i'm not ready for 100 degree weather i was gonna be honest with everybody out there i'm not ready for that i hear you and even with 90 i think it was 94 yesterday but the heat index was 99 Mm -hmm. and it felt like it man it was hot out there i hate this time of year because like like you're saying like just this morning alone it feels like some of the afternoons we've been you know used to and right that you have this whole adapting period where you're trying to adjust and me and my wife talked about this yesterday. It's like we've lived in Texas forever, and you know it's coming. But every year, you just have to brace yourself That's and it. wonder why. That's why it. is this happening? My wife said, "When the calendar turns June, uh, be ready because oh. it's coming." And that's what happened. I mean, this week it it just seems like it's uh, it's ramped up the heat. Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining. We've had some great weather. We really have up until now. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, the heat is coming. 
from now. And that's the thing. It's hot now, and it's hot for June and July and August and September and October. Yes. You know, really not until October, you know, can you expect uh, a break in the weather. And that's the thing. It seems like it's, you know, maybe it's getting older and paying more attention, but it seems like the heat has extended longer. Right. You know? so I agree. I don't, I don't know if that's actually true or right. if it's just me paying more attention no, to it. No, I agree with you. I don't know if that's right or not, but you used to think you get to September, yeah. September's fall. All right, good. Let's have get some fall weather. <laughs> but man, September is hot, you know? Very rarely the mm-hmm. last few years, it seems like it's cooled off in September. Even like going, yeah, because when you go out to football games, like you used to, you know, it would be kind of cool and crisp, but right. it's still miserable. Right. Until, you know, like once once you get like mid-October and then November, then you start getting that, I guess, quote-unquote, cool football weather. Right, exactly. You know? But it's just difficult to adjust to. And then you're halfway or more than halfway through the football exactly. season, you know, before you actually get that, quote, football weather. Uh, speaking of which, today is uh, June the 5th. Three months from today is Baylor's football season opener, uh, September 5th in Houston uh, against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at NRG Stadium. That's that's the way it is right now, so hopefully that plays out. But uh, three months from today is the uh, scheduled Baylor football opener. It's going to be interesting to see, like especially that that whole slate of games for everybody, you know, week one. Because you know it's going to be kind of sloppy in a way, and then you're going to have to worry about people getting with injuries or just being not ready in condition to right. play. So, you know, I think it'll probably be like a bowl game in a sense where you've been – you had that layoff, and you won't get real good play until probably like the second or third quarter. Yeah, that's a good point. It really is. And Baylor and Ole Miss, uh, new coaching staffs yeah. for both. Uh, Lane Kiffin, the new head coach at Ole Miss. Of course, Dave Randa here at Baylor. But factor that in, you know, with a whole new coaching staff at both those schools. Yeah, because, I mean, the players – I mean, I guess you have an idea going into it because you've been in communication with the coaches of what you're going to do. But as far as implementing it and getting it, you know, crisp and ready to roll, it's, it's going to be difficult for both teams. So uh, three months from today, uh, ninety-two days until uh, kickoff for Baylor football. Should we start? Should we start a countdown now, or is it too early? Ninety-two no, days. It's, it's, I think we should. <laughs> I mean, we can find. I'm like, ready to start a countdown. Let's do it. I mean, like find you know you know like different Baylor players. So find. Let's do like numbers. You yeah, know, and have yeah, a player of the yeah. day or something. That we, would be I think good. we could do it. All right. So uh, ninety-two days until uh, scheduled cook kickoff for Baylor football, uh, September fifth in Houston. Uh, it is day eighty-six since sports shut down. I'm saying March twelfth was the shutdown day. Uh, we were in Kansas City uh, for the Big Twelve tournament. They had played the night before and then didn't play anymore after that, and then everything shut down. So day 86 of the sports shutdown. Now, I know some things are going again. NASCAR right. is going again. Um, what else? Korean baseball is going again. There's, there's some leagues. Uh, there's a German soccer league. Yeah, Bundesliga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's going. You've been watching that? Yeah. Have you really? I like soccer. Okay. I guess like about about, I guess, I, I don't know how you would say, like, I got into it by covering it because I really had no clue yeah. about it going uh-huh. forward. And uh, once I started covering it and having to actually pay attention, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, so I've, I've gotten into it a little Very bit. good. Yeah, that is going on. Uh, what am I missing? Golf is starting in a week or so. Um, baseball, who knows? Yeah. Nothing yet. NBA has got a plan, so that's good. Uh, and then we'll watch and see NFL also. But uh, what am I missing? NHL? I know NHL put a, like a plan together. They have a I, plan. They're not playing yet, no, though, right? No, not yet, though. But I'm, is there somebody else that's playing right now that I'm not thinking of? Not I don't know that what I'm it aware be. of. I know. No, I guess not. 
Um, but uh, day 86 since the uh, since the major uh, sports shutdown, and 92 days until kickoff. So Monday will be, uh, if you want to say the midpoint. Yeah, the midpoint. 89 <laughs> days since the shutdown. 89 days until kickoff for Baylor football. That comes up on Monday. Does it seem like it's been that long? Like I guess we have so many outside distractions that, yeah. that it's kind of taken away. You know how I'd answer that? Some ways it does seem uh, like that long. In some ways it really doesn't. Right. You know, that's three full months. That's crazy. You know, three full months without sports uh, since, since longer than that, since I did a broadcast. So that's a long stretch. It really is. And, you know, and I guess it's kind of covered up in a way because we had the documentaries out there. And then you had like the replays of old games. Yeah. So it's kind of like a substitute and a little fill in, but yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. It does at some points, but at others it doesn't. I uh, had this uh, tweet sent to me yesterday, and it was sent to our, our broadcasters, our Big 12 broadcasters group, and it got all of us going, <laughs> texting with each other. But the tweet uh, came from Tony Caridi, uh, copied it and sent it. The original tweet, tweet was from Bruce Levine. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see this yesterday? I haven't seen it. He says, uh, he, he works for MLB, he says, all MLB announcers, TV and radio, have been told they will be doing all 2020 road games from a local broadcast studio or home ballpark with monitors as their guide. So like they were doing with the Korean games? Yep. Where they were watching them and going? Exactly. So for road games, for home games, they'd be be there at the park. Basically, it cuts out travel. Right. Um, So if that that stands, uh, MLB announcers... Radio and TV sounds like uh, they will be doing. They won't have any travel. They won't go to any road games. I wonder if other things will follow suit with that. That was our point. So that's why we, you know, perked up when we heard that. You know, will that translate to uh, college football games in the fall? uh, College basketball games after that. So kind of got our attention, and uh, this has been confirmed by some other folks also that MLB announcers won't travel for hmm. for 2020. Have you ever done been in a situation where you had to do a game like that off TV? Um, you know, I did some just playing around. It wasn't a broadcast right. like when King McClure and I were doing some yeah. practice games just off a monitor. I did that, but that wasn't broadcast and I guess that's the only thing. Uh, we've talked about it before, you know, about it as a possibility, but do you th- I'm not for it. Let me say that. What do you think would be the biggest challenge like of doing that? Well, I think if you're at a uh, at a football game, um, number one, you just miss the um, adrenaline of right. being there. You miss the crowd. May not have a crowd anyway. True, but miss that and and just things that you can see that might not show up on a, on a uh, TV screen. Right. You know, if you're doing it off the TV, that's all you have to work with. You know, you can't look over. On the, you can't look down on the sidelines and mm-hmm. see so and so, you know, is warming up down there or something like that. Um, so that's what I think. I would really feel like I'm not getting the whole picture just because right. I can't look down and see everything. So Does that make like, sense? Yeah, you're getting the actual gameplay, but all the outside elements that lead into yeah. it, you're just missing. Right, exactly. And then with basketball, now ESPN is doing more and more of these uh, remotes. Remy's is what they mm-hmm. call them. They're doing more and more of those to save money themselves. Uh, but those guys, you know, they do it because they have to, but they, they don't really like it because they're missing out on it. Yeah. They don't come to, if it's a 
you know, if it's a Baylor-Kansas game, that wouldn't be a Remy. But if it was a game like that, they don't get to come, talk to the coaches, you know, see the players and their shoot around. They don't travel at all. So they miss out on that. And, I, and I've heard these uh, people that have done these uh, a lot say that baseball is the hardest mm-hmm. because you think about baseball and looking out at the field, right. you're, you're, you're relying solely on a director making a cut, showing you where that ball is, you know, immediately. Otherwise, you don't know where the ball's hit. True. You know, in, in, and that's a big field out there. Basketball, football, you know, it's, it's focused on the field. Right. Basketball's focused on the court. Baseball, it's the field, but there's a lot of different yeah, areas of, of that area field. And baseball is, uh, you know, tough to shoot for cameras also. So they've said doing remotely, uh, baseball is the toughest. And it's, I mean, if they're already doing that and you already look at, I mean, I don't know how this plays into it, but you already look at a lot of colleges are having to make adjustments with the income they've lost. Right. It, it could carry into it. Yeah. Well, we're, our group is not for it at all, totally right. against it. If it happens, you know, we'll go down fighting because <laughs> you just lose a lot when yeah. you're not able to, to be there on site. And, you know, here, here would be our point also. Uh, if you don't have capacity uh, stadiums, uh, people are going to rely on the radio and TV broadcast more than ever before. Mm-hmm. You know, so shouldn't we give them the best radio and TV broadcast that we possibly can? Uh, you, can you should. You absolutely should. But another thing, when you're saying that, I was thinking, because you're going to have, are, are all the social distance rules going to be implemented? Are, are you going to have to separate the, because you can't have like, if, if, if your social distance rules are implemented, you can't have like in a basketball game, all the camera people together crammed up on the baseline, right? Right. right. So, and then like on, when y'all are doing broadcasts and you have different people from different networks all sitting close, yeah. how is that going to work? No, I know. That's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> There's a lot of questions there. There really are a lot of questions. So, so that MLB note uh, ties in perfectly to our uh, guest coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Corey Provis will join us. He is the uh, voice of the Minnesota Twins on radio. I've known Corey since he was at uh, uh, IMG when it was ISP, when we first became an I- I- ISP school originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first trip up there, I met Corey and uh, have kept in touch with him. He does a great job with the Minnesota Twins. So a couple of things we'll talk about it to him about MLB, but also he's right there in Minneapolis, yeah. right in the heart of, uh, you know, what's been going on uh, the last week or so. So uh, it'd be fun to uh, visit with and get the thoughts of uh, Corey Provis coming up in just a bit. So we got that coming up in the hour, off and running. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning, warming up outside. Uh, get a check of the weather and more, and then we'll be back on the other side. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Lots of sunshine today. Another hot day with highs topping out at 96 degrees. Our heat index this afternoon gets as high as 101. Tonight, clear skies. A pretty quiet Friday night. Granted, it's going to be warm. We drop to 73. And mostly sunny skies tomorrow continued very hot across the area with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? 
Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I just want to know, girl. <laughs> hey, man, we got a group. Let's go. Let's go. Now let's go to Ward White for a weather report. Ward, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us the weather, what's going on in the 254. Golf ball size hail, 65 mile an hour wind is expected throughout this storm that is uh, entering Waco at the moment. Entering Waco. Station. It didn't came in, man. It all came in. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty intense storm. That wind is pretty crazy. I tried to open the door and take a look outside in the break and uh, wasn't doing that because that rain was blowing right back in my face. <laughs> Slapped you in the face, huh? <laughs> Get your Think we can throw the ball over the roof now? It's Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas' own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system.
back with us Friday morning, fifth day of June. Three months until kickoff for Baylor football <laughs> as of today. I'm going to stick with that story until somebody tells me different. But right now on the schedule, it is September 5th in Houston, NRG Stadium, Baylor versus Ole Miss. Look forward to that. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning. And John Morris Show brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Just uh, Google uh, Amanda's name or Caldwell Banker. That'll get you to her contact information, plenty more, her Facebook page, all of that. Uh, Amanda in the top 1% in the Caldwell Banker Realty world. How impressive is that? Uh, she can certainly help you with any needs you might have. Buying, selling, uh, if you're moving Moving uh, locally or globally, she's a global luxury specialist. All of that uh, Amanda can certainly handle. So uh, check it out. Give her a call. Give her a chance. Visit with her. You'll enjoy that. Uh, that is Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. I, I don't want to. I, I hesitate to even bring this up right now, uh, Garrett, because mm-hmm. we need to get to the next break, and then uh, our man uh, Corey Provis on the other side. But I'm going to uh, Bankston's today. Right. Uh, they open at 10:30 this morning. I may not be there right at 10:30, but I will be there this morning. So after Brent came and visited with us on Wednesday, uh, it really got me going thinking about it. So I'm going to go in there. Uh, Trey Weir is a former Baylor uh, kicker who lives in Fort Worth, and he listens to us on, maybe not live, but on a podcast. Right. And he said, hey, listen, yesterday he listened to the show from Wednesday and sent me a picture of a card he had of Cotton Davidson, signed by Cotton, and a uh, card of Sammy Ball. Ooh. And it has a Sammy Ball autograph on it, and I'm not sure if that's stamped on there or if that is a real autograph from Sammy Ball, but he sent me those two. And he said, uh, these are my two prized possessions, which is really cool. Yeah, those are both pretty neat. Like I was talking after seeing your your collection really this morning is I don't have anything autographed. Like I remember I had a when I was little, I had a um, Harlem Globetrotters ball where I went and got it all autographed. But I don't know what's happened to that. I played with it. I think I did. I went out and played with it and (laughs) just kind of lost it to to time. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't have any autographs. Tom Browning pitches for the Reds, pitched a perfect game, tells a great story about he had the perfect game ball sitting on his mantle. Uh, Came home one day, wasn't there, and he said, anybody take this ball? And the kids said, yeah, we were uh, outside playing. We lost ours, so we used that one. (laughs) Perfect game ball. And they played with it outside. It happens. You yeah, know. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's definitely like a tale of Sandlot. Right yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I look forward to that. If you missed it on uh, on Wednesday, go back and find the interview uh, on our website, SyntexSportsFan.com, with Brent Bankston. And uh, if you're into collectibles, he, he is, uh, man, he is so knowledgeable. He's so good. So I've got this envelope that I showed you of yeah. things that I'm going to take in there and not really get appraised, but just show him and uh, uh, and just look around. I just want to look around the store. You have some great conversation starters in there. That'll be fun. We'll just put it like that. That'll be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So that's coming up today. Look forward to that visiting uh, at Bankston's there on Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with uh, our good friend Corey Provis. He's the voice of the Minnesota Twins. Uh, In his spare time, he does games for the Big Ten Network, uh, does a lot of those. He is there in Minnesota, and we'll talk to him about uh, that, about uh, the lay of the land there in Minneapolis right now. Plus, what does he see on the horizon for MLB? Uh, When might they get going this year? And will MLB announcers uh, be uh, homebound, uh, not traveling for the remainder of 
2020. Visit with him about that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Snap to Sanders. Oh, he's him, Dan. Oh, he, oh, he dropped the football. That's a touchdown. It's picked up. Terrell Bernard will run it in for a touchdown. Ball popped out of the hands of Spencer Sanders. He turns it over. Terrell Bernard scooped it up and scored for the Bears. 17-yard return for a touchdown, and Baylor leads by 10. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Brighten someone's day with a special gift from Morrison's Gifts. They are open now for walk-in business, but will still do phone orders, curbside pickup, and even delivery. Their vendors are working with them to ensure that you have that special gift for Father's Day, birthdays, and anniversaries. They'll even help you pick out the perfect gift to brighten someone's day. Call Sally at Morrison's Gifts or message her on Facebook or Instagram or stop by. Hours are 10 to 6. Keep it local with Morrison's Gifts in the Brazos Place Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, June 6th, and Sunday, June 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, jewelry, and much, much more. Providing a clean, safe environment to comply with safety standards, pass a quick health check, and practice social distancing while at the event center. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, June 6th from 9 to 5, and Sunday, June 7th from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor baseball player Jared McKenzie joined Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me on Thursday to talk about being named freshman All-American and why he was able to settle in so early on. It was kind of tough getting acclimated at first. It was a whole new lifestyle, way different than high school, no doubt. But as the fall season kind of went on and then getting ready for that spring it was good to have those older guys, especially like Lofton and Andy, and to see how those guys play the game, to be able to look after them. It makes life a whole lot easier when you're going up there and a little bit more uh, confidence just to go up there and do your thing and have fun. Coming up today on Unnecessary Roughness, former Waco High standout running back Lewis Fight will join the show at 1.30 to talk about all the legendary Friday nights he had with the Lions. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. Pleased you're with us. Thanks for tuning in. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Let's go to uh, one of the bright lights in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our good friend, the play-by-play voice for the Minnesota Twins, Corey Provis, joins us now. And, Corey, I appreciate your time. Uh, Thanks for being on with us. John, it's a pleasure. Uh, it's been a while since we've uh, we've had a chance to catch up, and uh, it's great to hear from you. And thanks for having me on. Oh, man, I sure appreciate it. Uh, you, uh, what have we been doing to spend your time with no baseball this year? Well, my my hair is the longest it's been since <laughs> I was like nineteen. Uh, so I'm just having some fun, and you know, those that, that don't know what I look like, I'm you know follically challenged. <laughs> so I said, what's the uh, what's the harm in just letting it grow, and we'll see what happens, and. My my wife and uh, my my kids are having a blast with it. My my seven and four year old Dave they've never seen me like this, so it's been it's been fun. So I've had some you know it's hard to find silver linings in all this, but the one that I keep going back to is uh, is the family time that I've just never had before, where I've just not been able to be around as much as I have been uh, since mid March. So that's been the, the one bright spot through all this through all this pain and suffering on a whole different. Uh, variety of levels. Uh, that's what I keep going back to is my family. Yeah, that, I, amen to that. I agree with you. Same here. Find the silver lining, and for us, it's been uh, more family time. So you can appreciate that. You're there in Minneapolis, which has been, uh, you know, if anything could knock the uh, coronavirus off the front page, uh, it happened from Minnesota. There, uh, it, it kind of give us the the uh, I guess the mood or the atmosphere there in Minnesota. Well, yesterday was uh, was George Floyd's memorial service, so that uh, certainly was was a huge story, and as it should be. I mean, you know that that Memorial Day um, in Minneapolis, uh, it just it changed everything. And uh, you know, I think those that that saw the, I saw the video the next day, just watching the local news, and I didn't know what happened until uh, the next morning, and then I saw it, and the, you know, the anchor comes on, and they say it's going to be graphic and. And I'm preparing for my to, to watch that myself, but I had no idea that I was going to witness murder. Hmm. I just had no idea I was going to witness a police officer murder an African American, and it just it shook me then. It still has shaken me since, and you've seen the results not just uh, around here, but really across the globe uh, of what's happened with all this. So it's been. Um, it was it was a scary, awful, awful sight to see, and uh, I'm sorry that we had to do that. Yeah, uh, well said, and uh, appreciate your perspective on that. And then you know, and then things really got violent after that. You know, protests are one thing, but uh, you know, with the looting and the the burning and things like that, that seemed like it, it looked like Minneapolis or that area of Minneapolis was just going up in smoke. Yeah, it really did, you know, and I, and, you know, there, there's certainly, uh, we have some friends that, that own one of the businesses that, um, that was just burned down. And so what we did was, you know, as I said, my kids are seven and my seven-year-old especially, I, I, I think he is getting it a little bit. And we've had some pretty frank discussions about this hmm. and about race and about racism and, you know, trying to educate 
him, but also my four-year-old daughter about it. And our words can only do so much. I think at that age, images do more. So we, we drove down as a family, and then uh, we saw it. We saw the destruction, but we also saw the, the peaceful protesting going on. We could put our windows down and hear you know, people speaking on megaphones. And then we also spent some time volunteering for a few hours at a food shelter to gather supplies, to gather food, to help out in uh, in, in, in part of St. Paul that got hurt, you know, pretty badly with everything uh, the last week or ten days. So I think teaching them is one thing coming from our perspective, but to show them the destruction and how angry and how rightfully so people were angry and as they should be, and you know the protesting was fantastic. Uh, it was peaceful. The rioting was a whole different story. The looting was a different story. Uh, the destruction, you know, was, was awful to see. But, man, there were moments when you would see, you know, thousands of people peacefully protesting near, you know, the governor's mansion or peacefully protesting on various streets and highways throughout the Twin Cities. And those were images that I thought were also important to educate to our children and, you know, again, they're seven and four. I don't know how much it resonates with them, but I, we felt, my wife and I felt that as parents, we'd be foolish not to at least try. And, and we will see what happens uh, you know, after that. Yeah, great learning uh, life lesson there for, uh, for your kids, for everybody really to see. Do you live close to that area or how far away do you live? I mean, Minneapolis is, so I'm from Chicago. Right. Um, but, you know, you know, you get out of Chicago a little bit and it, it's, it's, you can go pretty far out before you're really in the heart of the city. Minneapolis, everything is, you know, we live in, in the West Metro, everything is a lot closer. Okay. Everything is, is, is like we're just six miles away from, from, from all that. It's, it's, so it's not far. Now, do we live in the center of it? No, but we're not far. I mean, it's a 15-minute it's it's drive, uh, so it's not like we're talking an hour or two hours away here. So you feel it. I mean, the, the suburbs of Minneapolis, uh, they're pretty close to, to the city. Um, it's it's a it's a good sized city. It's not a massive city, mm-hmm. but it's a good sized city. Uh, so everything you're not too far removed from all of it, so you feel it. Uh, but I have some really good friends uh, that live just you know really maybe a mile away from all of it, and they were on their decks and they could smell the the, the tear gas. They could hear you know uh, the explosions. They could hear whether it was rubber bullets or actual ammunition being. But they could hear all of it. And, um, you know, some friends uh, of ours just moved away from that. They kind of went a little bit farther out to, to kind of live with uh, some friends and family because it just didn't feel safe. Um, but we weren't right next to it. But, again, you're not talking too far either. Corey Provis, our guest, play-by-play voice for the Minnesota Twins. Thanks for sharing with us about that. Um, let's talk some baseball. Uh, I saw a tweet yesterday that uh, 2020 MLB announcers, uh, radio and TV, won't travel. Uh, what, what do you know about that, and how set in stone is that? I don't know if it's set in stone yet, but I, I think that's that's what I felt all along. I mean, you, you know this, John. I think that there are far more important people on, on the food chain than, than what we do. I mean, they, we, we, have a, we have an important role, don't get me wrong, but they have to get everything else ironed out first. You know, medically speaking, that was, that was paramount. You know, get everything medically sound, then go from there. And now the economics are going to drive this thing either to, to it's going to happen or it won't, uh, which, would be, uh, which would be a shame. But as for the, the announcing part of it, what I'm gathering is that, that that's probably going to happen, is that uh, home games um, – will be a target field where the Twins play, uh, no fans, and that'll be fine. 
Uh, and then when the team travels, we will have some sort of most likely a command center, a broadcast center at the ballpark. I don't think we do it from our homes. I think we would just drive as a group to, to the ballpark and probably, you know, do it from there. And you know, I, was a, I was on a call with some other broadcasters about this, um, and and I've done basketball off a monitor before. Um, and I would imagine doing football off a monitor is not totally impossible because if you think about football, too, the ball stays continuously in the same shot right. from the beginning of action to the end, right? From right. the quarterback taking the snap, you can see all that in one shot. Same with basketball. You know, a guy shoots a three at the top of the key, you see the beginning and you see the result in the same frame on your monitor. Baseball is different. I mean, baseball, every fly ball, you don't know if it's going to be hit 500 feet or 300 feet. Um, so it's going to be – it's going to take time. It's going to be – you have to practice. Uh, there's going to be some bumps. There's, it's not going to be, you know, award-winning broadcasting, but I think we'll get better at it over time. And I think people will learn. I think people if, – if you're transparent about it too, John. If you're not, you know, if you're not lying about it, then you, you, everybody knows sure. you're not there. There's going to be some bumps. Hang with us. We're going to do our best, and we're going to get better at it. I, I think over time, I think people – I think announcers will get better, and I think people will probably learn that it's okay. It's not, it's not great but it beats the alternative, and hopefully it's just for this one season. Well, we can all talk to John Shambi, and uh, he's kind of laying the groundwork, right, with the Korean games he's doing on the yeah. ESPN. Yeah, and, and they're doing it, you know, they have, you know, they're not working together. I mean, they're not working in the same room. Right, So right. you notice that they're, they're talking over each other a little bit, and that's going to happen. But we hope to avoid that because the plan is, at least as I understood it, is that, it's myself and my broadcast partner, Dan Gladden, that we'd be in the same booth, that we'd be in the same room. Now, do we have a piece of plexiglass up between us? I'd like to see that happening. I don't think we'll do it in masks, but I think we, we will be able to see each other. We'll be able to talk to each other. And I think in that, in that you know, idea, in that uh, you know, possibility, I think you won't have as much of maybe what you're seeing on ESPN and ESPN2 where you have the guys talking over one another. Corey, the Twins had a really good season in 2019, over 100 wins. They won the AL Central. Do you expect them to build on that momentum once things get going, or do you think it'll be a delay with all the the mishaps that have been happening? That's a good question. I mean, uh, in a really small look at this, uh, you, know, you know, this all began, of course, with the pandemic and COVID. From a Twins standpoint, solely a Minnesota Twins standpoint, that this came at a really bad time because the team – was going to be pretty good. I'm not saying they were a World Series favorite, but they were certainly the favorite to win the division, and they had arguably the best lineup in baseball entering the year. Just so many weapons up and down the lineup coming back. You know, the record-setting home run season of 307 uh, last year. It was going to be a potent, potent lineup. So, you know, it, that, that part of it, it hurts that, they, that we won't see this team play a complete schedule. You know, what the number is going to be, and I'm still an optimist, I still think they're going to have a season, and I know what you're seeing right now isn't great. You know, I don't know what the firm deadline is, but I think the next 10 days are vital. Uh, I think those. I think if you get to mid-June, you're you're in trouble. But if it's like a 60-game season, I don't think it'll be 100 games. I think they're really worried about medically November. I think that that a second spike from what they're gathering is going to happen. Not if, but 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 it's going to happen that I think that they want to remove any possibility of interrupting the postseason, the World Series in November. 
because that would be that would be catastrophic if they start this season but don't get the postseason in and they lose all that postseason revenue then this was all for nothing so it's vital that they get that in that's why i think if it's a 65 75 i could see them kind of you know working at that number and then they got to figure out the finances, which is a whole separate mountain to climb. But I think if they do that, you know, that the Twins still have a good team, but then you also might look at a team like the Royals. I mean, who knows? They weren't expected to be great, but can they play an outstanding stretch of six weeks, seven weeks of baseball and make it interesting? You, you never know. That could be the fascinating part about it, where you thought my team had no shot over six months, or maybe 65, 70 games they do. I was reading an article the other day, and it was talking about your uh, your favorite calls that you've made, and you referenced the, it was the Euchre in you as far as one of them. What is one of the most important lessons you learned during your time working with Bob Euchre? Oh, man, let it breathe. Uh, let it breathe. Bob is, um, you know, he's, he's, he's a big champion of that. And, and we're spoiled at, at the big league level because we have all these different you know, false mics, and we can hear, you know, the crack of the bat. We could hear popping of the glove. We can hear vendors. We can hear the crowd. And if you have that luxury, which you don't at the minor league level most times, uh, but we do at the big league level, it's, it's a part of the broadcast. So let people in. The idea of people driving around or working on their deck or out on the boat fishing, whatever they're doing outside, the sounds of the game, I think, can help tell as good of a story at times as your own words. And so Bob is a champion of just let it breathe. You don't have to say the monotonous play-by-play doesn't have to be there all the time. Don't miss the big ones. Don't miss the action. But it's okay, the two O's outside, to pause for 15 seconds. You're still there, and people can hear the crowd. They'll hear different things happening. And then, you know, you say the two O. And that's, you know, a fastball and inside corner for sure. Just so that concept of let the game breathe is, is something that, I, that I've never forgotten and have really taken uh, heart to uh, as I've continued my career. It's really good advice. What, uh, what are you doing to stay engaged, to stay up on uh, whatever's going on with the team? And uh, you, you doing any uh, broadcasting of your uh, kids' uh, Candy Crush games or anything like that? Yeah, you know, I, I tried to broadcast my daughter's four and a half year old uh, ballet. There you go. There you go. And that uh, that was that was an epic fail. <laughs> I just mixed I just mixed up the pliés, the revelés, and they should pay. I just I'd like you know, to see that video. Up all the terminology. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> but no broadcasting uh, for a while. I guess I guess you were at spring training, right? Had you done yeah. some games in spring training? Yeah, well, I was down there a couple times. Uh, I went back and forth a little bit. So the last game. I did. Uh, whenever I was mid March, uh, we, we did a we did a night game. Um, I was with Jim Pot actually, and the Twins game. And then all of a sudden that night or that day, or I, mean, I think it was after that. I think when I got home, and then we found out that the Utah Jazz player tested yeah. positive yeah. for COVID, and that that was it. And then baseball followed the next day. And uh, but you know, it, it seems like the the NBA's figuring it out, NHL is figuring it out. And again, I just I can't see how baseball can't figure this out and i'm going to remain optimistic until i'm told otherwise but i but i believe in my gut right now that, that we will have baseball yeah well i hope you're right we're all pulling for that it'd be a lot of fun and and would be a step forward i mean we need things to get going close to normal uh when when they can uh as soon as possible uh it's great to visit with you i sure appreciate your time y'all be safe and i uh, hope to see you down the road 
John, a pleasure as always, and uh, great to catch up, and all the best to you and your family. Thank you, bud. You too. Appreciate it. Corey Provis, great voice of the uh, Minnesota Twins. Uh, Always enjoy listening to him and his work, and uh, great to get uh, his thoughts on right there in, in, uh, you know, I say Minneapolis, but it is Minneapolis-St. Paul. That's the Twin Cities. Folks, if if you want to know where the Twins got their name, that's it, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. But he said he doesn't live that far from kind of the, the heart of where that is all occurring. I think the the biggest thing that stood out to me was them recognizing the moment and as a parent making the executive decision to ultimately to take your kids out there and expose them, you know, and give them give them details on this is why this is the the result of a tragic situation and just let them build on it because like you mentioned you could say words and words only go so far but if you could put a visualization to it, it that can make it seem home what an opportunity to do that yeah really good so great to visit with him appreciate uh, Corey Provis and his time this morning he is by the way the nephew of Brad Chan is he really yeah Yeah. So uh, when I found that out, I thought, whoa, what a great broadcasting connection. Runs in the family. (laughs) I know. Really good. All right. Good to visit with Corey. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. We'll look ahead. We'll uh, give you some birthdays, anniversaries, uh, that good stuff uh, coming up. Final segment ahead. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Recently on the John Morris Show. So we've created our own games. One of them is the over and under a snail count in my backyard. Uh, short story of this is we live out in Hewitt, uh-huh. and for some reason, it is the snail capital of Central Texas. <laughs> I have no reason why, but there's an open field behind us. Maybe that's part of it. Could be. We're not by any body of water, <laughs> but the snails love our back fence and our backyard. So at one point, you know, I've regularly, you know, picked them off the fence and mm-hmm. just thrown them over into the field back there. Jerry Hill says I should smash them, squish them is his word. No, you don't get rid do of them. I know. I don't, I don't think Terry would approve of that. So it's basically picking them off the fence, throwing them into the field back there, and then getting them out of the yard uh, and throwing them over the fence. Sometimes they make it up to our house uh, right. on the walls of our house. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. There's no better time than now to get a great deal on the Kubota BX tractor. Mow, haul, dig, lift. With the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years, you own the land. Now, make it yours. Get the Kubota BX2380 for payments as low as $99 a month now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. 
WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Hello, friends. I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor baseball player Jared McKenzie joined Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me on Thursday to talk about being named freshman All-American and why he was able to settle in so early on. It was kind of tough getting acclimated at first. It was a whole new lifestyle, way different than high school, no doubt. But as the fall season kind of went on and then getting ready for that spring it was good to have those older guys, especially like Lofton and Andy, and to see how those guys play the game, to be able to look after them. It makes life a whole lot easier when you're going up there and a little bit more uh, confidence just to go up there and do your thing and have fun. Coming up today on Unnecessary Roughness, former Waco High standout running back Lewis Fight will join the show at 1.30 to talk about all the legendary Friday nights he had with the Lions. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. segment john morris show on this friday morning heading into the weekend garrett you got plans for the weekend i don't have any set in stone yeah but we'll have to see how everything unfolds i got it's gonna be like on on the fly type thing steven came in to told us he's going camping camping yeah so uh you folks listening be sure and uh, ask him about that when he's on at noon or three or both and uh get the details there going camping yeah, not, they're not just going – they're going traditional camping. They're breaking out the tent. Pitch a tent, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, good, good. Have fun. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Weather should be great. <laughs> should be great for that. Um, so, whatever you're doing this weekend, be safe out there. It is going to be warm uh, all weekend, getting warmer. Uh, I think they're watching uh, – what's, what's the name of the – the uh, storm, Christ- Cristobal, Cristobal. I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, that, that may have some effect on our weather on Monday, but uh, we'll watch uh, for that coming up over the weekend. Birthdays want to mention to you today, fifth day of June. Today is Claude Bruce's birthday. Claude played football at Baylor. 
He lives in Charleston, South Carolina. How do I know that? Uh, well, it's on his Facebook page. But also, uh, I'm reminded when we played a basketball tournament mm-hmm. in Charleston, South Carolina, a few years ago, uh, College of Charleston is there. And uh, this is uh, it, it's really one of the most random uh, uh, happenstance that we've had at a, at a Baylor sporting event. So this was a weekend when the tournament was Thursday, Friday, uh-huh. Sunday, because it was an ESPN tournament, and they uh, make room for football, college football, on Saturday. So uh, went up there, did the game on Thursday. I think it was a day game on Friday. Then came back, did the football game against Kansas State. This was 2012, I think, because it's when Baylor beat K-State when they were number one yeah. in, the, in the BCS rankings. So I think that was 2000, either 2011 or 2012. It had to be 12. Uh, anyway, then went back up there to do the final game on Sunday. And as I'm arriving in the airport there in Charleston, I think it was right into Charleston, I see uh, Tom and Mandy Anderson. They are Baylor folks who'd been there for the tournament and were leaving to come home on Sunday right as I was arriving. Mm-hmm. So we visit in the airport, and she says, hey, be sure and watch for Bill Murray at the uh, arena. And I said, Bill Murray? And she said, yeah, Bill Murray's supposed to be there today. I said, okay, great, good to know. So kind of file that away. Well, it turns out St. John's was one of the schools there. Steve mm-hmm. Lavin was the coach of St. John's at the time, former coach at UCLA. Bill Murray knew him from days in Los Angeles. So I've got this in the back of my mind, and we're setting up, getting ready for the game. And lo and behold, here comes this scraggly-looking guy in an old fishing hat walking in. And I say to Pat, Pat, look at that guy over there could that be Bill Murray? And he looks at him, <laughs> and Pat grabs my arm, and he says, that's Bill Murray. <laughs> and sure enough, it was. And and maybe some people noticed, but there wasn't a big crowd around right. him or anything. And uh, he kind of comes in and sits down down the row from us. So I, I said to Pat, uh, I'm going to go see if he'll be on at halftime with us. He said, go for it. So I walked down to introduce myself. And it's, I mean, it's him. It's Bill Murray. And uh, he says, yeah, I I wouldn't mind doing it, but ESPN might have me on. And I said, okay, no problem. If you have time, we got a spot for you at halftime. And he says, go get (laughs) him. I can remember that. Go get (laughs) him. And uh, so halfway through the first half, you know, and I don't know if we're going to get him or not. Uh, calling a play, looking left that end of the floor. He's sitting sitting down at that end of the floor. And when I'm looking that way, he's leaning forward in his chair and kind of pointing to his chest saying, me, you want me? <laughs> and I look at him, I shake my head. Yes, we want you. So Bill Murray is on with us That's at halftime. Awesome. It's great. How does Claude Bruce tie in with that? Well, Claude is a golf pro at the uh, country club there in Charleston. And as such, he knows Bill really well. And uh, so in the interview... He mentions Claude Bruce, and he said, uh, in fact, he said, yeah, Claude Bruce told me not to talk to you, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> so Claude Bruce, former Baylor linebacker, friends with Bill Murray, and uh, kind of helped us out get that interview. That's pretty awesome. I've watched the Bill Murray stories on Netflix. I think he's part yes. owner of the, the There's minor, a minor league, league baseball team. Yeah. There, right. So he splits his time between Los Angeles and Charleston, South Carolina. So I say that to say, anybody listening, if you ever go on vacation in Charleston, keep your eye out. You may have a Bill Murray sighting there. That was really fun. That's pretty awesome. That was fun. All right, so Claude Bruce's birthday today. Not Bill Murray's, but Claude Bruce, friend of Bill Murray. Uh, Todd Nafe's birthday is today with the Waco Tribune Herald, outdoor writer. Happy birthday to uh, Todd today. 
And Kim Singletary's birthday. Kim, uh, the wife of uh, one Mike Singletary, so happy birthday to Kim. Ahmad Jenkins, former Baylor uh, basketball player. Uh, I'm sorry, football player. I was uh, looking ahead. Royce O'Neal's birthday is today. Royce, former Baylor basketball standout, so happy birthday to him. And check one of the list here, but I think that's all that I have for today. Um, yep, that's all that's on my list for today, June the 5th. Do we want to look at – no, we got to get out of here. Get out, so we'll yeah. catch up with the weekend uh, first of the week. But um, appreciate you being with us. Thanks to Corey Provis, the voice of the Minnesota Twins, being on with us. Garrett, have a great and safe weekend. We'll you see too. you on Monday. All right, j Appreciate everybody being with us today. Remember, Unnecessary Roughness comes up at noon. You make the call today at 3, all here on ESPN Central Texas. I'll definitely be getting in contact with them pretty uh, soon.